So today we're going to talk about mindset. And since this is our first show, we want to talk about who we are and uh, how we got here. How did we get to this place? So Greg and I have been married for 22 years. Uh, we dated for five years prior to, to that. So 22 plus five is we've been together 27 years. And we have four children, ages 17, 13-year-old twins, and 11-year-old. And oh, so boy first, girl-boy twins, and a daughter is our our baby. <laughs> You know, she's 11. I know you all, all you parents get it. Like, our babies still are babies. Um, how, we, how we got here is Greg and I, uh, like I said, we dated for five years. And we had a lot of fun and uh, got married, worked um, on having a child um, back in that first few years of marriage and ended up um, not not being able to conceive and going through infertility in that process learned more about ourselves yeah. learned more about what we wanted like what we really wanted in life and what was priority and at that time I was working full-time going we ended up going through in vitro fertilization IVF so those of you who are not familiar with it that's all the shots and like the quote-unquote test tube baby <laughs> and I, I'm sure a lot of people are familiar with infertility at, at this point in time it's um being that it's more and more prominent in our current correct, world correct so uh, we ended up pregnant on our first try thank god had a healthy baby about a year 18 months into his his life there were some things that were not working I ended up coming home full-time I um after going through the process of infertility, I knew that I wanted to be a stay-at-home mom and take care of my own, uh, take care of our child. Like we, in through that um, process of going through that, we knew that we wanted one parent home with our children. How many of our children that was? I believe that that was a pretty challenging decision. Challenging might not be the right word, but being that our society generally says that you have to have two working parents in order to live life um, we were able to make uh, the, the choice and the decision for our family and the income necessary to continue to maintain and support everything that we were up to absolutely yeah so that was a going through infertility and then now going from two incomes to one income and adding a a third person to our family it was it was definitely a challenge but we knew that we were called to it and through our our son being young greg was working in the restaurant industry and he could he was a drinker he could he was a fun drinker he did his job he went to work every day he did and he provided for the family it, you know like didn't skip a beat as I think the pressure built, I don't want to speak for you, but as as time went on and he's the sole income earner and we um, wa we wanted to live a, the lifestyle. You know, we live in Southern California. It's pretty darn expensive to live here. So I noticed that the drinking increased, his in drinking increased, and I kept finding empty bottles around the house. So um, I didn't I, hide him very well. 
Yeah, you wanted. Yeah, I think you wanted <laughs> to be found out. <laughs> there you go. I think um, that's a good segue into mindset. Yeah. Though, because saying your mindset at that particular time in my life, in our lives, or the family life, I was hanging on to. The restaurant industry is synonymous for drinking and certain activities, partying, right. things like that. So, and if you look at the different types of mindsets being fixed versus growth mindset, it's like a fixed mindset. So when you go, what do you into mean by the, fixed mindset? Tell me more about that, that. Like I was saying, as an example, it's I'm in the restaurant business. I'm going to drink, or I am. I mean. It, that I already have this way of thinking as for, I'm going to fail. I'm a failure. Uh, I'm not, why bother? I'm too old to do certain things. Is that clear? So, so you're using those as an, as examples of what mindset is of a fixed mindset of what a fixed mindset. It. It's like an already always conversation with your health. Like it's too late. I'm this, I'm too old to start pursuing a career in, you name that career. I'm in this industry. I know the construction industry has also got certain misnomers or certain ways of the industry is, but it's not. You get to create the way that you want that particular way you want it to go. Yeah. So you were in the restaurant industry and what would you say the fixed mindset was for you being in the restaurant industry? Well, because I was in the restaurant industry from a very young age until later in life. I grew up in the restaurant industry. Uh, my father owned five restaurants, so I grew up in that business. My stepdad, he was a general manager of many restaurants throughout the country. It had a party-type reputation, which involved drugs and alcohol. I'm not saying that about every single person in the restaurant business, but that's the reputation that it had. Uh, so late you- nights, a lot of hours... Uh, you're kind of a victim to the job, which would be a fixed mindset again because... So that was your fixed mindset. Mine was, yeah. Long hours, you're always on your feet. It's... This is... But we... Again, being from the other perspective of going into a growth mindset, not to dismiss fixed at all because they both work with each other. Yeah, like you have to have one to see, to see the other. The growth mindset would be in the restaurant business I was in and the restaurant that I worked at, we were very supportive of each other and very aware of um, the ability to, uh, the, the, the um, balance, family life balance, work life balance, getting each other to go home, you know, not working into the fixed mindset. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So, um. So, so we've got two things going on. We're talking about fixed and growth mindset. And then I was also talking about how we got to where we are. So growth mindset as compared to fixed mindset. Growth mindset is recognizing a fixed mindset and then being able to... to um, Transform. Transform. Yeah, that, I think that's a good, a good word for it. Uh, like looking at it and questioning it, does it have to be that way? So, inside of where we were with our first um, with our first son, I saw Greg was drinking more and coming home, and there was money missing, and there were empty bottles of alcohol. 
I started questioning, you know, because I kind of bought into the mindset too of, well, oh, he works, he works, you know, late nights, and this is part of who he is. He just drinks and he can handle his alcohol well. Well, it, I started questioning how much is he drinking? What's going on here? Why is there money missing? What, you know, we're, we're a single income family and we're stretching every dollar. So I started to question things and it all pointed back to alcohol. So we, I actually started talking to Greg about what's going on here. And he, he was, I've got it under control. It's okay. I can stop anytime I want. It's, it, it started the conversation. Like what, what's really going on here with the, with the amount of alcohol that you're consuming and how much is it really in your life? And me as a new mom, you know, sleep deprivation, I'm sure all you parents can relate to that of you know, me figuring out how to be at home full time for the first time, not having that um, identifying my worth in a paycheck, but here I am ho home full time with a new baby, figuring out how to be mom, how to be wife take care of all of these things and Greg is working you know crazy hours because he's working at night and you know we're we've got opposite sleep schedules and you know lots of lots of different factors of life going on lots of life changes so it finally got to a breaking point and I drew the line in the sand and I said no more alcohol I I am done with it and it needs to it needs to leave our home and we cannot continue this in our family. I left. Like <laughs> I think I and well, in that particular example, if we're to be completely transparent, and that's what we want to be in our podcast, mm -hmm. is just completely genuine, authentic and honest, is that I was lying, I was caught in a lie. A specific lie and then I was the guy sitting on the curb or sitting on the you know on the driveway literally watching my wife and my child be drive away and uh, yeah I packed up all of I packed up some things and we left so um, my son and I that was a tough pill to swallow and at that particular time I could have certainly in a fixed mindset perspective stayed on the path and the track that I was on to continue drinking and uh, not acknowledge the fact that I had an issue and a problem uh, alcoholism um, or choose a growth mindset on the other on the other end of I know I have the will and the ability to succeed and to overcome adversity because I've got many examples of it throughout my life and uh, make a choice for me, not for my wife at the time or my child, but for me to get me healthy. And that might sound selfish, it's not intended to, but I did, and I did, I made that choice. So from that day, it was in January of 2004. I think oh four, yeah. 2004 January 2004 I chose sobriety so from so it's been 16 years um, I've been completely sober uh, no alcohol no drugs nothing um, which is a complete blessing because you don't hear those examples very often I mean I think there are more out there than I would than I know about 
because I go to I'll go to AA meetings in order to support the next generation uh, to give that it is possible. Um, the mind is a powerful tool, and uh, with those fixed mindsets, it can it can drag you down. I mean, but you have choice to step into the growth mindset model of positivity and uh, overcoming adversity and just learning because we're sponges like our children are sponges we have a 17 year old son our oldest 13 year old twins like we mentioned before and then an 11 year old um, the capacity to learn uh, and grow daily is so much more available because of the technology and not that it wasn't available years ago you had certain you know, tools of education education's always been there so well so you you were able to shift your mindset so your um thoughts beliefs and your expectations about about your own life and walking through sobriety we both had to choose it so I recognized that I knew how to support the, the alcoholism in our home and I needed to get help as well. So there was something going on with me and something going on with Greg that, that kept this in place, this mindset in place that life needed to go this way. Recognizing, hey, like this isn't how we want our kids, this is not how we want our kids to um, be raised. In, in this place, we were both able to choose and choose powerfully the sobriety. And I'm not, you know, there were difficult times. Um, you know, I know that Greg walked through a lot. He, he asked me how he was supposed to do it. And I said, I, I can't tell you what works for you. You have to figure that out. And in the same, at the same time, I was figuring out what worked for me. So I went to Al-Anon meetings. And this um, really started, kick-started our adventure into healthy relationship. To take responsibility for where each one of us are as individuals, as um, bringing our healthiest self forwards into the marriage, into the relationship allowing that space to be what our kids experience so we went from one child and more or less a whole new and with a lot of work and a lot of you know communication a lot of supporting each other like you had said you know, a lot of challenge it wasn't easy because but we gave we through a growth mindset model we transformed our relationship our marriage and everything from that point from well not maybe that point well maybe it is that point yeah i see it but is. to now with, with you know twins and then another child so there had been i mean there was an a pretty miraculous evolution um because you see in some cases a lot of failures behind the condition of addiction but we need to acknowledge the successes of that issue as well because... Tell me more about that. Well, because I think the, success, the successes are going to support the failure of the fixed mindset person who just... This is just the way I am. That's mm -hmm. what you hear 
in a lot of the examples in a room of alcoholics, you hear, I don't know any, I can't shut it off. There's one common word that an alcoholic or drug addict, I don't know how to shut it off. And with the proper support and coaching with a person, I feel that they could walk into the growth mindset and it's going to take work. It's not, you have to acknowledge when you're living that limited fixed mindset and walk into the growth mindset and be committed to the growth mindset in order to overcome the fixed mindset. Yeah. Does well, that? Yeah, that makes sense. And I, I, we both recognize that we needed some outside help. Like we needed people who knew that language and knew how, um, like how to observe it because we were so entrenched in it and it just, in our both of our our uh, mindsets we were in this place of it's just this way it's just this way and you know it, it does that doesn't just apply to alcoholism or drugs but any situation if I find myself saying it's this is just the way it is or um, some of the other examples of you know oh I'm just stupid or I, I I'm I can't figure that out. You know, little things that uh, I know that I've said to myself and to be able to stop myself and question it. Well, is that really true? Is Does it really have to be that way? And seeing, I guess more so holding on to how else could it be? And like starting to ask those questions. So. Another, I mean, is asking for help. There's yeah. always, there's people willing to help as long as you ask. If you're not willing to help or ask for help, then it's going to remain the same if yeah. you want to remove. Well, it's of having that awareness mm-hmm. and then stepping outside of yourself and looking for resources to help. Because I know I, there's a saying of you can't get healthy where you got sick. And I find that's true. You know, we couldn't, we couldn't be healthy with each other in our home because we only knew how to be sick and support the alcoholism that was going on. So we chose sobriety. We chose healthy relationship. We came back together, obviously. (laughs) We've been married for 22 years. We worked through those things. Um, We ended up wanting more children as we came back together. Ended up doing another round of IVF and pregnant with twins, our boy, our girl boy twins. Sorry, I have to say the girl first because she was born briefly, two minutes earlier. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> and briefly, we struggled inside of that, I think, with our first child and then our second children about what is wrong with us, you know, what is wrong with me in a kind of a, a fixed mindset is what is wrong with us? Why can't we get pregnant naturally? Mm-hmm. But we knew that the technology and the medical science of what we did with our first son and then our second one is is because that leads into our third pregnancy and our final daughter. Um, we weren't going to let it stop us. We didn't enjoy the process per se of the shots. I know you didn't because no. of the I side really, effects. Really and hate the, shots and the you know and and having to. You know, like a pincushion having to poke you with it. Mm-hmm. And I didn't like it all that much either, but I knew I knew that the end result was far outweighed the 
the sacrifice. If you, I mean, I yeah, no, that say. that definitely had. I had to um, not let the pain and the <clears throat> the idea of doing shots and the medication stop me from having the children. Like I, I knew what was, what was on my heart that there was there were more children in our future. And we were very fortunate in every time we went through the process we got pregnant first shot. Yeah. Where a lot of Absolutely. other uh, couples struggling with infertility uh, go through multiple rounds. Rounds and it costs it's it's financially it's a it's a lot of you know there's a lot of money cuz typical medical insurance doesn't cover a lot of the infertility processes. So, I mean, fortunately, our second round, I hope I didn't make you lose train of thought, but uh, we got pregnant, and then on our third child, by the grace of God, she was natural. So, we figured everybody was in there fixing, no, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Some some got worked out inside, um, you know, for for both of us to allow a natural pregnancy to happen and you know here we were like oh we're done with our family we have two boys and a girl you know we're not going through infertility again we you know i'm i'm done with doing shots factories closed (laughs) and you know we mentally thought we were at the factory is closed we hadn't taken any actions we thought that we had built in birth control Hence, here, here we are living our lives, and our twins are not even two years old. They were about 18 months old. Well, wait a second. Again, what? to use a growth model, mindset as okay. a model to that, you said, I want to have one more. Sorry, I got emotional for some reason. So you said, I want to have one more. And I said, as long as we don't have to pay for it. That it was fun, and then at that particular time, it was around the holidays, and we're faithful people, so we're Christian. Uh, we, I gave it to God and said, "Okay, if it's your will, God, for us to have another child, then uh, bless us with that child." And lo and behold, bingo, our third. And final, well, fourth, if you look at a technical uh, child. Third pregnancy, fourth child. Yeah. Yeah. Was conceived in December and then born in September 9th. Her birthday is 9909. So it was, all of it's very, uh, very amazing. Um, So we weren't giving up. um, Just it was a different, instead of using the infertility, it was living inside of, if this is to happen, I accept it. Let's, you know, let's make it happen. Yeah. Well, and, and, and where I was in all of that was in my praying, I sensed that there was another child for us. And I told Greg, and then that's when he said, well, you know, I don't want to pay for it. And I said, well, I don't want to do any more shots. And we, we just left it. Like our hearts are open to having another child and receiving another child and we just went and lived our lives and then lo and behold found out that I was pregnant and um, it was such a great feeling to 
be able to take a pregnancy test at home and have a positive result. So I think what this leads up to is Gina and I are life coaches. We are committed to community, family, um, and removing any roadblocks or limiting beliefs limiting beliefs that might come up as you can see we've walked through lots of them <laughs> and, you and your life? yeah i mean i've got multiple examples of when i from my childhood into um, where i currently am and they'll continue to happen but we're committed to helping you see uh, that limiting belief or that fixed mindset that might be holding you back or stopping you from achieving a dream they always say to us when we're young that you can achieve whatever you put your mind to and i i, I that's a it, it you can at, at any age there's no age limit or time constraint no, on you not. if you want to go back to school go back to school if you want to improve your relationship with your children uh your wife your family whatever area of your life that you, you excel in your career pick another career there's never there's no time limit. i had a great grandfather who would it was it was a jack of all trades um and it was amazing i think he was a mayor he was a he worked for the train on a train just that world war one he served so it's just anything's possible um and we want to walk alongside you we want to partner with you we want to yeah so that's that's what's inspired this podcast is the journey that we walked through is it may be similar to yours it may not we just we we were called to share our journey and our hope that is you're inspired you know if if you want to talk like we'd love to have a conversation with you so reach out to us and let us know how we can support you. We're, we're here because we believe that it begins in the home, that healthy relationship begins in the home, and it begins with parents being able to walk in, taking authority over their lives, and walking in that freedom, and it translates over into their kids. So we, we did with our own kids, there was some stuff that we've had to clean up over the last um, 17 years because we, you know, everything didn't, didn't shift and change and transform for us when we started this journey. It's still a healing journey. It's still continuing and going on. So, you know, and our kids, we've never had kids at this age this age and this stage and it's new for each stage so we um we look at it like that like being inquisitive and curious of um how how does it go here like we know what our past experiences were when we were like what we were like as kids and can apply um our growth mindset to how do we want it to go so we have a our website is ginabcoaching.com our facebook page is billings coaching 
and we're that same for Instagram Instagram Billings Coaching. Okay, and we'll do this. Uh, we're planning on our podcast every Wednesday uh, with uh, different content. Any suggestions or recommendations you want to uh, suggest, we would love to create a podcast around your suggestions and what you uh, think is important or what you want to hear. And we will do our best to support and provide insight into those areas of your life, uh, taking examples from ours um, and empower you with positive words of affirmation and support. So thanks for listening and we'll catch you you next time. Awesome. Have a great week. Blessing.